0: hi well hello hello good evening how are you i'm well how are you two good good all right so you ready
1: absolutely
0: all right so i'm going to do an introduction and then we are going to get right into the podcast so everyone i am kenyatta gray i am the host of girls love flights feelings and fashion podcast and tonight joining me are the jenkins raquel and tyrell i call them quentin but i see <laughs> tyrell, so i'm gonna go ahead and call you tyrell and so oh. i have invited them tonight to talk to us about millennial marriages and Tyrell can tell you that I have been... We're, we're first of all, we're related. Tyrell is my cousin, and I'm related to Raquel through, by marriage. And so I have been following my cousin Tyrell for years, and I have always, always been totally enamored with all of the displays of love and affection that he has for his family and his wife and his two daughters. And, and to me, it was just something that I wasn't accustomed to to seeing someone so young, so committed, so in love. And so I feel that no matter what your age, you will be able to learn something about how this couple stays in love, committed, and how they balance love, life, relationships, military, fraternity, and everything else. So without any further ado, I'm gonna ask the Jenkins, the Mr. or the Mrs. can go first, but tell us a little bit about who you are and where you're from.
1: Ladies first.
0: Okay, <laughs> um, my name is Raquel Jenkins. I am from Baltimore, Maryland. Um, and I, well, we have been married for almost four years. We have two beautiful daughters, uh, Selena, who is three, and Mariah, who is six months. Wow. So We had a quarantine baby. Yes. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs>
0: That that has definitely been a challenge Um, right now. I'm in a school. I'm in school for accounting um, and we are in, he's in active duty army. So we're here Mm -hmm. stationed in North Carolina right now. Wow. So that's a busy life. Very. What about you, (laughs) Mr. Jenkins?
1: Uh, Well, I'm Mr. Jenkins Tyrell. Um, I'm from Largo, Maryland and I met my beautiful wife, on facebook actually
0: really? yeah yeah oh my goodness
1: okay probably, uh had a lot of you know talks about that Uh huh. but uh like you said i'm in the active duty for the military station at fort bragg uh, i got two more years left and once we get out i'm pursuing my acting career and you know doing stunts and everything like that so that's my life. (laughs) Yes,
0: that's right. I forgot you were into acting. You want to go into the arts. That is amazing. And even before I go any further, of course, I want to say thank you for your service.
1: Oh, thank you. I appreciate
0: that. You're welcome. So let's jump right into some of the nitty gritty. So in what year did you all meet and where? So technically, we went to the same college together back in 2010. We went to... State University. Um, and I was in a relationship at that time and I saw him really, we saw each other <laughs> through passing okay. now realizing how kind of in close circles we actually were as far as, you know, having the same, some of the same friends and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually had been inside of my dorm room. He was friends with my, my sweetmate, <laughs> mate and I had no idea yeah. about that at all. So that it's really crazy how small the world is. Um, so technically we met in 2010, but we reconnected in 2016, 2016. through okay.
1: Facebook.
0: He sent me a message and I was like, who is this person in my messages? Like, I think I know him, but I'm, not- <laughs> I'm like, he looks a little familiar. Right. So, and, I, and I never answer my Facebook messages, never. So it was, okay. it was this was like a one time like fluke. I was like, let's just see, you know, what's on there. And then he happened, the message happened to be there. In.
1: And when I saw her, I saw her on uh, Friends You May Know. Okay. Oh. So, uh. And I was like, Ooh, who is that? You know, so I clicked Yes. Up. I looked at some of her pictures and I said, Oh, she a catfish. He but thought
0: I was he thought
1: I was fake. Oh, yeah. oh no. Absolutely. <laughs> I thought you was fake. Uh-huh. So you know, I kinda wanted to test the water, so I sent her a message saying, uh, hey, beautiful. Um, I don't wanna be a creep or anything, but I just right. wanna let you know that I think you're very gorgeous. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. So she sent me a message back saying, thank you. Don't I know you? Uh, did you go to West Virginia State? <laughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's how that happened. And we just, and it just took it
0: from there. It kicked, it kicked <laughs> off from there. It kicked, I mean, so this can't get any more millennial than that. I mean, you have on Facebook. <laughs> I <can't>, I know. <laughs> he literally no. slid in my DM. Yep. He slid in your DM. <laughs> oh, my God. So look, so you know who okay so after you got you all met and you decided that you kind of knew each other a little bit and it seemed like you know you weren't being catfished mm-hmm. who actually you know initiated trying to, get, trying to get trying to get to know each other a little bit more who decided that you know hey let's kind of take this thing off of Facebook and see where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I was, at that time, I was planning on moving to a whole different state, so I wasn't trying to really get into a, a like, a full-blown relationship. Right. At, um. I was just kind of, like, you know, having great conversation, and it's, it, it had been, it had been a while since I could have really good conversations with someone. Okay. Um, that being that I was in a long-term relationship before him Right. that didn't work out, so I had never entertained any other guy, or any, I didn't have any guy friends, or anything like that, so it was really good just to talk to him, right? And then it kind of blocked the relationship. His, you know, he was very genuine, way that he spoke mm-hmm. so that attracted me to then with further talk and further conversation. We actually wanted to go to the same state and move from Maryland to the state, of so it was like, oh wow, I this is you know, this is really it might could be something and this could work being that we both wanted to do being the same. Place and that, um, you know, we both wanted to go to the same state. So it was like, okay, well, this, this is great. We right. can do this, you know, adventure together. Exactly, exactly. So very early on, you, you saw that you things had a, you, you both had a lot of things in common. And mm-hmm. so it's always important to really start that foundation with having things in common. So you guys kind of started off on the right foot.
1: Okay. So that
0: is excellent. Did you have anything
1: to add to that, Tyrell? Absolutely. You know, I just wanted to put out there, she kinda ghosted me for a second. Uh-huh. You know and she kinda blah on uh, I you.
0: I was dealing mm-hmm. I had uh the sliding, and trying to figure out why oh. I was communicating what I was doing because right. I, I hadn't talked to him in a while. So it was kinda that relationship was more like on and off. So when he realized it was really off off. Right like, Hold on on what's going on right so I, I didn't want to bring him into that in that yeah. that I was dealing with but I, I stopped talking to him for a second and I didn't mm-hmm. let him know that I right. just was handling what I had to deal with over here and then I came back it, it was it was like but it, it wasn't
1: even you know so. still, you know we were still messaging on Facebook so I thought the conversation was going good and, you know nothing out of nowhere I was like well, okay, you know, right. I'll do it. Then she sent me a message right like, Oh, oh yeah. You, you coming back to the, uh, and I, I asked, her, you know, so it was like, you know, send me a uh, number.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It can be like a little constant flow without. communication. So, right. Uh, anyway.
0: You know what? So, but I respect that, uh, what Raquel just said in terms of, you know, she had, she knew that she had a little entanglement, And she wanted to make sure that (laughs) that that was kind of out of the way so that she wasn't bringing all of that baggage into your life. And I respect that because you have seasoned, mature, older couples that don't even think like that. You know, they think that they can just duck and dodge and slide and do what the hell they want to do, and it's going to be all good. So I can really respect that, and I think that that's something that um, anyone can take away from you guys in terms of, how it's best to end one thing before you start something else because then you have a three-way mess Mm -hmm. so uh, i applaud you all for that so quentin tyrell Uh when did you really really know in your heart like you just knew it wasn't gonna be nothing else it wasn't gonna be nobody else you looked at Raquel and knew she was the one. When, how did you know? Like, what was that feeling in the inside? How did you know? How did you feel?
1: So, I remember this perfectly. And we talk about this all the time. The first real time was when we went to Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. About a month or two. Yeah. I want to say about two <laughs> months after we uh, got together. Um, It's the first time I've ever been out of the state female. It's the first time i ever been to a room by myself it was, very it was the
0: moment. very
1: spread okay. by the way uh well monday we said hey you know let's go no,
0: somewhere
1: she she put it up like, hey you know let's let's go for weekend you know let's just do something. okay so atlantic city the next day where we start getting uh swimming swimwear everything i was like my god and she got it for a really really good deal too yeah. So, and we had a, we had a hotel room. um, Right
0: on, we were right on the
1: beach. Right on the beach. Oh, nice. scenery was beautiful. So when we was there, we first, we kicked off the Hooters. Mm -hmm. And we went to Wet Willie, went to the beach. We had a Uh, really good time. It was an amazing time.
0: walking around, um, hanging out, just.
1: And it it was was just, it was perfect. I was like, wow, this woman is amazing. Like, that's, Uh that's exactly when I.
0: Oh my goodness, I love it, I love it. So Raquel, did you know at that same time or was it after that? So, Tell us about when you just knew in your heart he you was the one on It's kind of funny because it was one of those things that I, I knew he was mine. Like I knew we were going to be together. <laughs> like I, I just knew it. Yeah. Like, I, and I loved him as a person, but I wasn't in love with him at that moment okay it took i think it's true what they say the saying is if you want to tell if you love somebody or if your relationship will work go on vacation because right. that june we went to new york oh i was dealing with it was the um the puerto rican festival in new york and okay. my dad my stepmom, we really had a, a good time but in the middle of that trip i was kind of dealing with some personal issues that nobody really could help me Cope with at that time. Mm-hmm. Dad was there and he tried to console as much as he could. But this wasn't a daddy and daughter moment. This was okay. I, I figured this out on my own. Yes, um, it was to the point where I, I, I had an anxiety attack. It was just, it was too much to deal with. He came in and saw the situation and just swooped in without even me having to ask out oh wow any type of hesitation. It was very much like you need to be right. Here. What do you think? How can I be of service? Wow, and it was and it was that effort that really kind of swept me off my feet. Nobody had ever done that. Yes, I was always kind of feeding and wanting the attention, and not not. But you see that I'm dealing with. I'm on for this. Here's my moment, and without right. I was there, so I knew in that I stepped in and my dad let him. Yes, yeah. that this is this is a good situation. Because yeah. Everybody knows my dad. That ain't the type of person who is Really? Handle stuff. Yeah, he, he's at the partner center. So he saw what the situation was and he left. And that's kind of, that's when I knew. Oh my God. And so, I mean, that is really a woman's dream come true to meet someone that can connect with them without really that person having to say that I need you but they just know, they feel it, they feel your energy, and he was able to step right in and help you to get through something, and so I applaud you for that, because that is a lesson that a lot of people are still learning, how to read the cues, how to read your person. Sometimes they're not going to be verbal with what they're going through or what they're feeling, but you're going to have to be able to feel that energy and understand and try to connect with them, and so I really applaud you for being able to kind of see what was going on without being told and step in. So I I can see how you fell in love with someone that can connect with you on an emotional level. And so I definitely love that. So now that you both have fell in love and you know each other are the ones that you want to spend the rest of your life with, Tell us a little bit about the wedding. You know, when did you get married? Was it a traditional wedding? Did you elope and come back? Tell us about it.
1: So the situation was, uh honestly, we, we found out that she was pregnant with Sna, and I knew I would have to give up acting for a while. Um, and same vice versa. She i have to give up the entertainment business there was no well. way
0: family was letting us move out of state with their first grandbaby. Exactly. That was- oh
1: okay okay so as a man i had to step up and try to get my career so what i wanted to do was try to go air force uh that time and it's it's crazy that you know I do things with them trying to get in um i had to get married because if i went going father I had to fill out all this type of paperwork and you know, on top of that. And I got uh, speeding tickets that kind hold of me back a little bit, but they could have, you know, finesse that and and they was talking about my because at that time I had a lot of muscle on.
0: Okay.
1: I needed to be at one I was just saying, it's like how am I you know, muscle, you know, I can't just muscle like that. Right. So, um so it was a whole bunch of things going around, so I was trying to, you know, get at least a couple of things off of it, like, you know, marry her. and plus that I don't want that to sound that. both was talking about it for a while. Right. He said, you know what, this is the perfect opportunity to go ahead and do it. And then right. just have the big grand wedding. Right. Her. So that was the situation. I don't know if you wanna chime in.
0: I, I also think that, like he said, we could not married anyway. Answer your question. got married, um, the Justice of the Peace in the Holocaust. Um And so technically, but for military benefits and things in the future, um, But like he said, we wanted to be married. Anyway, it, that wasn't a big deal. I was the kind of girl that needed to have that. Okay. Right. Um, but I knew that that was what we wanted, our family wanted. Um, right. Was going to happen later, on. and plus, it, it, this way, you know, our daughter could be part of it, and it could just be a really big um, situation. It was unfortunate, that, you know, the our family. We kind of didn't want more so me. We didn't want to take that. It was kind of like a, a, I, I don't want to sound harsh when I say it was a business transaction. Okay, it's done. So let's just mm-hmm. done, and we'll do the celebration. Right, we kind of wanted to get married you know have that moment for ourselves um and then you know we'll deal with the all the festivities later
1: right and i want to say something about her on our wedding day <laughs> she a real gangster because you know i'm trying to set the mood we about to go get married right so I, i'm i playing some love songs and way she, too sensitive and she's like Turn that mess off. I can't do it right now. Like crank up some I was, whatever. I was, I was nervous.
0: Like... I, I first of all, I was pregnant. I was very emotional. I don't. I am not like a sensitive kind of person. I was no. like, much. I need some different type of music to hype up. Yes. I just, I, I just couldn't deal with it. I was like, like I need you. stuff off. And uh, that yeah, was funny. it was so. I, I was like, very interesting. Yes. And so, you know, what I'm hearing is that, you know, because a lot of times when people um, are thinking of getting married, it's a lot of times it's about the wedding. Right. And so what I'm hearing is that you guys, you know, were are like, we can do all of the pretty stuff later. But right now we have a future that we're trying to build. We want to make this thing solid, regardless of all the fluffy and all the wedding and long veils and all that stuff that can come later. And I really applaud that, too because again people (laughs) marry because they want the wedding not because they really want the commitment and everything that goes along with that so you guys started off really on the right foot and i really applaud that so this is really inspiring and i hope that you know a lot of people are listening and taking notes so with being married and with you two (laughs) being extremely attractive I mean, I, I'm like, oh, when I see the pictures, I'm like, oh, okay. You know, so, you know, Instagram model material. <laughs> that has to create, a, um, you know, definitely people, you know, look at your wife. They look at your husband. And so, and you're, you're on social media. It's public. How do you deal with temptation? I shut it down okay i know yes honey <laughs> I, and i and i say that in a funny way but i say it to be serious i trust my husband I don't yes. trust everybody else nobody else has my marriage you know they, they, they could care less about my marriage just like uh, god I care less about my marriage so could other women so i put my trust in him i married him so that's for me that's exactly what it is and if you don't have trust with somebody then you really don't have a foundation of and for me, it took a while to build trust with him because the last relationship I had was, it was, it was, right. So now coming to the relationship with him, I literally had to leave all that baggage at the door and say, "Right, here's what I have that I have. You know, help me through this. It's gonna take some time, but I really need to help with this." Um, and so he was very open with me. We had conversations, relationships, nothing to to the nitty gritty. Really laid everything out. So, for me, there was nothing to say who he was talking to. He gave me the password, word an answer, and vice versa. I gave him everything. I said, Here you go. Nine times mm-hmm. out of ten. And my family, I never my phone. He right. used my phone 90% of the time, or it's dead. So, for me, it was very much like, I trust you until yeah. you, have not to. Yeah. you give me a reason not to. I would, I would. And that means you give me a reason not to, I'm not looking for something because us women, I feel like, have look for stuff and then we find something insignificant thing we're gonna turn it into a bombshell and i just i did that in my last relationship and it didn't work so right take him for his word and try something and move on and i mean you know i'm i'm not the sharp i'm a little little crazy so i feel like everybody kind of knows that they know that this here belongs to me exactly his wife exactly over there and it was really no second guessing it and when i tell them too you have to set that down so nobody even tries um and 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 get into it if you leave right. it cracked open people are going to walk right through they're going to try right You're locked in the shut can't get into this you can't I love it marriage in. Mm-hmm. that's on lock. and one of the things that i always um when julie my spouse julie and i have these kinds of discussions you know Um, Because obviously, you know, people may come on to me and come try to come on to Julie. And I always try to tell her it's not about who likes me, it's about who I like. So until that changes, you good, you know? So um, again, you know, I love the fact that you're like, I shut it down. They already know, don't come this way with their foolishness. So I love it. Look at Quentin smiling. (laughs) All right. So, okay, so with all of that, the temptation and everything, we got through that because you shut it down, but, you know, let's take, you know, a different little spin. Um, what are, you know, because everything is not perfect, hunky-dory all the time, so what are some of the challenges in your marriage or um, just being married, um, male- married millennials? What are some of the challenges that you face? You want to go? Or you
1: wanna get I want you to go
0: because I want to. I feel like people in our generation, they and I and I don't want to speak for everyone, and I can't say all, but what I will say is I don't think we all had a, a couple marriage, and I think that the this millennium, it was very hard to see what a good, long-lasting marriage was. I think you saw numbers and just automatically that it was great. And so for us, our friends kind of you're married, but you're so young, you have to have time. Okay, so you're fine, congratulations, you're married. But hey, come come do this thing. Like, we can't, we can do some of those things, but I have to, I have a husband, I have to, that's what I say. So right. a lot of too, we were the married in our group of single friends. Okay. As, mm-hmm. as another married couple to kind hang out with or bond with and then one marriage. Yeah, couple. we had one marriage. Okay. We explained to them because they were you know very much in the church and so that's something that valued is God God is at the head of the relationship no matter what. So right. So that couple we really held on to that because this is the this is an example let's help each other build let's help each other grow and there's not a lot of there's not a lot of people like us and of that we had children. We had a child at that time. Okay. So uh, again, we're married. and Child, not everybody in our in our group have that. I would ask for friends to have a child. That was challenging. So it was really just not going to let the outside distract come into this relationship. We know what we did. We know what this made, and we value this. We did it. We did it fairly. Young. Or when we had our daughter, we did it fairly young, but it was the best we ever made, and we knew that. So we that
1: going and don't get me wrong, it's very difficult. He has his, his my brother's and his practice, so and so right. So I, I do want to. I agree with everything, but as a male, um I'm not going to lie. It's really challenging when you look at yourself. Like everybody, and, oh man, you're young, you're young, you know. Even right. that when you're married, you you young, you know, and keep hearing that, and just thinking about my prime, where I used to be at, how my body used to look, what I was doing, and I was free, you know, I could do certain things that I could do being married. And I see, like she said, those singles, like my frat brother, all the people that go out and got, you know, and I I get I'm like, dang, I wish I could be there. Dang, I, you know, so that's a big challenge for me, but then I have so much, fun. like I would not trade, right. of being made to her. We have so much fun in our marriage. Oh, so they can have all that.
0: Exactly. Tyrell, so people are um, chiming in saying that you're breaking up a little bit. So I'm not sure if the speaker phone or what.
1: Hello, hello, can you hear me?
0: Okay, that sounds good. Okay. Let's see if that stays. All right. So, okay. All right. So we're going to go ahead and talk about um, respect. Okay. All right. So explain to us why, and I want people to understand um, the importance of respecting and valuing your spouse. And so can you explain, and this is for each of you. How important it is to value the person that you've decided to spend the rest of your life with.
1: So, <laughs> you
0: want to start?
1: yeah, i start. So, I think it's it's very it's very important, especially um, personally, because I know my wife is a little crazy okay. <laughs> and, you know. I definitely got to give her her respect. She's an alpha woman. And, you know, and giving her the respect, sometimes I do have to, you know, let her lead. And that's not a bad thing. I know a, a lot of guys think that's a bad thing. Oh, I would never let my my wife tell me what to do. I never let my wife, you know, make decisions. Da, da, da. No, it's a marriage. This is a, a you know. We doing this together. Yes. You got suggestions. I got suggestions. Yes. Let's bring it together. See what we can do moving forward. And like I said, she's an alpha female. she yes. She's rock hard, honestly. So, you know, give her that respect. I gotta give her some leeway sometimes.
0: Yes. And so I'm the sure. respect and treating her as your equal. Yes. And I feel like for me, I. I can't give a man respect if he doesn't deserve it or if he doesn't, if he isn't worthy of it. And I say that with the utmost respect because I've had who I put my trust in and I gave respect to who weren't worth respecting. And so for him, he was a grown man who came and saw what he wanted. Yes. He he took me in the place that I was and I was not in a great situation and honestly made me whole again. And Mm. it's me finding myself, but also finding who I was in a relationship because when I was in those relationships, I, I stood back. I was quiet. I was meek. I didn't say anything. I felt like I wasn't worthy enough to speak. Well, getting a relationship with him, he said, no, you have every right to speak. Speak, Right. So, you know, because what you say is valuable. It's Hello. And so what he says is valuable. So I said, yeah. and I say, okay, what are your strengths and what are my strengths and what are each other's weaknesses? Well, let's take that and work together with that. Mm, 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 mm. that if there's something that he's strong at, whether I agree with it or not, we'll talk about it. But at the end of the day, this is, a, this is something that I feel that he is strong. And so I'm going to let him leave. And then it right. doesn't work that we can say, okay, we tried it. Let's try it this way. But yes. I have that respect as my husband to do that. Whether we fail mm. or not. Because my job as his wife is to be there if we do fall. and by Hello. If I fall, he's there to catch us in our family. That's right. But if, if I didn't respect him, if he didn't respect me, if I didn't mm. give that respect too, I would walk all over him. And then there would be no relationship because I would leave <laughs> and and versa. first. You have said a mouthful, and I'm going to tell you, there are so many people that don't get it. But I hope that if anyone's listening, that they'll get it after hearing the both of you express that this is a partnership, and you guys are coming to the table as equal. You value her input as much as she values yours, and together, that's how it works. So I absolutely respect that. I do want to say something really quick, and by no means is it easy. Yes. It's not a, it, there's not conversations that are had. There are sometimes arguments and really hard right that happen. So by no means is this an easy conversation or or three easy conversations or okay we'll go to sleep and talk about this tomorrow. Sometimes these conversations last weeks and sometimes we don't see eye to eye and, and they last months. But we we work through it and we work it out. And I can honestly say that I, I wouldn't have it any other way because without yeah. that what kind of relationship do you have if you just agreed on everything and then it, right. it, it didn't go anywhere. So It's true. It's true. That's real talk. Mm-hmm. I hope that whoever's listening, that's real talk. All right. So we are almost at the end of this interview, but it would not be complete if I did not ask you about Selena and Mariah. So if there is a couple, whether they're millennial or on their third marriage, whatever, and they are interested in becoming parents. And you are juggling a lot. Like I said, military, you're in accounting school, fraternity, social life. How do you make time to, you know, raise your kids? How do you balance it all? And what is the best single advice do you that you have for a couple with no kids that are contemplating having children? So... I'll start this one. Um, I have stayed at home with them for, well, I stayed at home with Selena for the first two years of her life, and then we took her to school. Um, and my second daughter, Mariah, we stayed home, you know, with quarantine and everything. Um, so one piece of advice that I would give to people who want children, even who have children, is to find some way to develop some patience. because mm-hmm. Patience. Take a lot out of you, and I make a joke, and I say, "God gave me a lot of things. Patience was not one of them." But He okay. did not give me anything that I couldn't handle, or I couldn't deal with. So That's right. are teaching me patience. That's right. That by saying, "Our children are beautiful. They are wonderful. They are smart. They are literally the ideal child." But they are also our children, and so we right. are not perfect children. So they are a direct reflection of us. So I think that when you're having kids. I don't, people expect that you're going to be ready. You're never going to be ready to have a child. I don't mm-hmm. care how much money you have. I don't care how big your house is. I don't care how fancy your car is or how many cars you have. You're never going to be ready for a child. The mental, the mental break that it has, on a, not only a woman, but a family or it's something that nobody can teach, nobody can really describe to you, even if I got advice from another woman with a child. Yeah. Even what I'm saying, it's not going to resonate with somebody who doesn't have kids because you have to experience it to really, to really feel what that's like. Having a child really broke me, and I went through a serious, serious, serious um, postpartum depression, and that was not something that anybody could explain to me. No, nobody could explain how that was going to affect me or my marriage. And that was something that he helped me with, not even knowing that that's what I was even dealing with. Right. it, it really takes a strong marriage and a strong foundation. And to really realize that it's not just the woman's job to do the work, it's the man's job. And he really picked up where I slacked off. And right. it, having a child, it, it really is, it, it's like having a, a, a little de- tech devil who just <laughs> messes it up every two seconds and I'll clean this and then it gets messed up. Or well, all the questions, why this and why that or diapers. It just, it can be overwhelming if you let it. But one piece of advice that I got was to find out if whether it's reading a book, whether it's just an hour to go take a walk, or just you know call a parent, call a friend, do something to find an outlet that you have to relieve yes. stress. Because if you don't have an outlet, yes. going to be good for your spouse, you're not going to be good for your home. You're not going to be good for your children or any surrounding area. So it's true, and that is so healthy. That's that's real talk. Mm-hmm. What about you, Quinn?
1: So my advice would be make sure that the child knows that he or she is loved yes. and before sure you spend not, I'm not going to say a lot of time, but make sure you spend some time with your children. There's a lot of children out here that's not getting no time with their parent and, you know, you can see it when they grow up. Mm-hmm. And as far as, you know, making sure they, sh- they feel loved. So uh, I noticed I could play with Lena you know, all day. I could, you know, this day I play with it, that day I play with it. That one day is like I just need no. to relax. I need a, I just need a distress. I just need to go mm-hmm. to the man cave. Yeah. Video games, do something, work out. Mm-hmm. They don't care. And they and you can see it that <laughs> those, you know, like um because
0: oh, did it. her her world. Yeah, was, oh, yeah. you're not playing, playing with, with me, me right you. now. Your attention is not on me at this moment. Right,
1: right? <laughs> and, and so I gotta learn. You know, sometimes that's okay because you know I do play with my child. I I do things for my child. Right, I need a break too. You know, right. Um, and not to say, like, I'm going to push her away, like, no, mm-hmm. you know. But that's, but that's when the balance know.
0: comes in. When I know he needs a break, then I'll step in and I'll give him that break and I'll allow yes. him time and vice versa. Yes. Vice versa. Yes. And even if I'm stressed, it's more like, okay, who's the most stressed? Because right. you take your time and yes. then will do something. And also with having a second child, we noticed that we were really strong. We were really, really trying hard to say, we want to make sure that she feels equally loved as our mm-hmm. as our new baby and how do we combat that and how do we figure out how to not create a spot and it was rough at first because naturally you have to give more attention to the younger child
1: right um, but make sure the older child is involved so yeah. we okay have, you know hey selena can you help me can, can you, you be a the
0: diaper right Hold the bottle. Can mm-hmm. you make her laugh? Can you do something? And we and really we make sure that.
1: we make sure we tell her, "Hey, you're you're doing a great job. You're a good big sister, and I, exactly. I, I love that." So, yeah,
0: That's- she she loves she loves to help. She's like super smart. Or if I could be doing, so I could be cooking dinner, and the baby's crying. Mommy, go get my baby right now, please. <laughs> it's her baby. She's
1: <laughs> bears her baby. baby. She's,
0: very, her baby. <laughs> she's very adamant about. Stop what
1: you're
0: doing. Mm. Go over there and get that baby because right. she's crying. Mm. And that's what you need to do because <laughs> that's what you told me to do. You told me yep. to watch out for the baby. <laughs> yep. I'm watching out for the baby. So oh, not, seriously. She, <laughs> she's a trip.
1: I just go in the bathroom uh, one time just to brush my hair. Daddy, come get the baby. Look what the baby doing. She over here doing it. Look at my baby. She yeah. my baby. <laughs> <So it's>... <laughs> <laughs> she's a handful.
0: Oh, my God. I love it. So this has been just a wonderful, wonderful conversation. And I know that, you know, we've referred to you as millennials because of the time frame that you were born. But you two are definitely wise beyond your years. And I think that you all have dropped some major gems. And I, you know, I want to give credit to your parents for instilling these values. Um, In you, and then now you can see how important it was that they raised you properly because you're taking all of that and you're investing it in your two little girls. And so, like I said, you know, your whole Instagram page is all about family. I don't think I've seen your too much, Raquel, but I know that his page is all about family, and you can just see the love that he has for you, the adoration that he has for you and his girls, and nothing. really touches my heart and soul more than when I see the, the four of you just loved up. So I really want to encourage others, you know, whether you're a millennial or not, you know, you really can learn a lot from the Jenkins. I would suggest that you follow them. And so I want to ask you, um, do you have any other social media pages where you give tips and advice on, you know, parenting, millennial marriage? Because um, actually, Quentin, when I saw one of your posts, and your hashtag was Millennial Marriage. I was like, well, I'll be damned. That's going to be my <laughs> next show. So, you know, how can um, anyone that wants to follow you that maybe want to ask questions, learn a little bit more about you, how can we keep up with you?
1: Well, uh, you know, we really don't have a platform for that yet, but we are definitely working on it been talking about it. Um, we kind of figured... It's a little hectic trying to, you know, keep the camera on us all day trying to yeah. know, do any of that. But uh, you sit down and give tips. Um, we would definitely love to do that. That idea definitely came across our mind. And
0: we, and, if we do have you know, our Instagram pages to, um, that anybody can send us messages on and, and, talk, and communicate with us. We both have a Facebook page. We have a family YouTube page. Um, it's called gesture. Where we have started some videos, um, and we plan some more videos. We're trying to kind of get the girls ready for the camera because they're kind right. of like, all over the place and just won't sit still. Right. Um That is something that we really want to get into because we hear it all the time. You know, you guys are great, and your family so funny and so, yes. so entertaining, and so and, and she loves talking. And anybody. They know that our three of them have to say. So <laughs> just you know, right re- our regular social medias. mine is um Miss J, uh Mrs. Mrs. Mama J. I'm just Hi. Hey, hey Well um, hello. Hello hello good evening how are you, you guys it we, i'm well how are you is
1: fr- good good <laughs>